time for the Raytown Roundup, where we never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Today's tall tale is sure to amuse, entertain, and lead to laughter, or at least a snicker or two. So sit back, relax, and let's get caught up on what's happening with the folks in Raytown this week. Here comes the Raytown Roundup with your author and storyteller, Dr. Pam Arland. Spring green is everywhere in Raytown, and the spring storms have been, well, pretty much just right. Now, the Royals probably wouldn't agree with that statement because the recent storms rained out their doubleheader, which led to an odd morning baseball game and a cold morning breeze over at Kauffman Stadium just down the road. However, most of us feel that our storms have been, yep, just right. Some storms that are too big are dangerous, like what they've had in other places. Several large tornadoes have caused damage actually just south of us. But storms that are too small are also boring. So storms need to be just the right size, neither too big nor too small. Now, spring generally causes people to do things that they wouldn't normally seem sensible about. But after a particularly long and harsh winter like we've just had, people get a bit crazy. Cousin Richie forgot that he's now a senior citizen, and he went out to do relay races with his grandchildren. This went terribly wrong when he face-planted and cracked seven ribs. He now walks around with a pillow to soften the impact of breathing and walking upon his broken body. Cousin Daisy decided she would finally finish off her basement now that the weather was nice. She nearly finished off her wrist with a handsaw instead. She didn't think it was worth going to the doctor over, but others disagreed. She thought that some extra neosporin, the Costco size, would fix it right up. She also has a very large box of bandages that's getting old and needs to be used up anyway. In the meantime, Aunt Carolina decided to wander out to her garden for the first time in months. She forgot about the new sack of potting soil she had stacked just behind her. So she turned quickly and also did a face plant into her driveway, thoroughly bruising most of her face. She merely quipped, When I do things, I do them right. Who else do you know who could injure so much of her face with one small bag of potting soil? I dare you to top that. Ha! She then winced in pain. So when Mom wanted to see flowers, we were, well, cautious. I mean, we did want to see tulips, but we had already learned that the great outdoors was dangerous. I mean, we knew winter was dangerous, but now we were beginning to understand that spring could be far more dangerous indeed. We packed for an outing over to Powell Gardens. They were having a special Missouri exhibit from the Missouri Life magazine. We wanted to see the local craftsmanship, having been longtime subscribers to the magazine. However, it did look like rain, so we packed some rain ponchos and two umbrellas. Then we remembered that our feet might get wet, which is bad, so we each threw in an extra pair of shoes and socks. It could also be hot, what with Raytown weather being slightly unpredictable, so we packed extra water. 
Soon we had packed water, snacks, shoes, socks, a sweatshirt each, rain gear, sunblock, extra camera gear, some books on flowers so we could identify them, a field guide to Missouri birds in case we saw them, and some binoculars for the birds we might see, and some extra Benadryl to combat the yellow pollen still flying everywhere. We then decided to throw in some extra aspirin and Bengay while we were at it, and also an EpiPen in case of bee stings, some Kleenex, some breath mints, and finally a reusable bag for the items we might purchase while there. After driving the 40 minutes over to the gardens, we each hefted our totally necessary gear out of the car and went into the garden. However, we were cautious and careful, having recently seen how dangerous spring could be. However, not all had been as properly informed as we were. Children of many shapes, sizes, and ages, some in their 50s, went pushing past us and nearly sent us to the ground. Over in the special Missouri display section, they had strung extra cords around. We reminded each other to be careful. After some prudence, we made it through there with only a brief scare or two. Then we went walking along the garden paths. Mom got busy observing tulips and didn't notice the brick sticking out of the ground. She nearly went down, but is okay. I caught her just in time. The bags went to the ground and one bottle of water broke, soaking the bag through. The field guide suffered a great deal and one of the flower books was a goner. But we were fine, and so it was fine. Soon we spotted a bird we were unfamiliar with. So I got out the binoculars and began to try to see him more closely. Mom looked him up in the red section of the field guide. We eventually concluded that whatever the bird was, it clearly did not belong in Missouri as it was not in our field guide. We concluded that the birds were lost. The flowers we tried to look up were not in the books on flowers either. So we concluded that they were clearly some sort of evil invasive species. Then suddenly, even the clouds looked out of shape. The whole sky turned pink, and we turned to look west immediately, as all sensible Raytowners would do. Storms always come from the west. Then there was very distant thunder. We looked at each other and said, When thunder roars, go indoors. We headed off towards the car as fast as we could go. Our bags were admittedly a bit heavy, so it was kind of tough going, and so our fast was also not really very fast at all. Once the birds were silent, we really picked up speed to something slightly faster than a tortoise. Mom stepped over the dangerous brick very deftly. We navigated the extension cords and made it to the car. Just as we closed the doors, the rain came down in sheets. We unpacked some of our extra water and food and waited for the storm to move by. The radar said it wouldn't last long. As we drove home, we prudently drove around some small bits of flash flooding because we knew, turn around, don't drown. Sensible people pay attention to all the warnings from the National Weather Service, and we, of course, are sensible people. Arriving at home, we felt accomplished. We hadn't turned into Cousin Richie, or Cousin Daisy, or Aunt Carolina. We had not needed 
any of the emergency gear we took with us, which is success. We reminded ourselves that if we hadn't had that gear, an emergency would surely have happened. Surely. Absolutely. Yes, it was a good day indeed. No injuries. Those weather service slogans were useful. And the snacks we'd taken along were good too. We were a little worried about the lost birds and the invasive species of plants we saw, but we'd leave that to the real experts at the Missouri Conservation Department. No injuries and a good job of packing and following contingency plans? Yes, this day would definitely count as a good day. It didn't matter that it had rained. What had mattered was that our prudence was rewarded, and that was always a good day in Raytown. Well, folks, that's it for the Raytown Roundup for now. We sure would appreciate it if you'd tell your friends and family to subscribe to the podcast. New stories will be coming out each week, and you won't want to miss them. Raytown Roundup can be enjoyed wherever podcasts are found and on the web at raytownroundup.buzzsprout.com. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you with joy, much laughter, and friendship with Jesus.